0: welcome to life is a metaphor mini podcast where we explore the many metaphors that life has to offer all right so i've got a little metaphor or association to play with um I think that the concept of Introvert and extrovert is starting to get Pretty well understood these days or at least It's common for people to have a Better way better idea of it than They once did it's not like this horrible understanding um, That it used to be where an introvert is somebody Shy that doesn't like people and is not very good with public speaking Um, You know it's not necessarily that at all I love how um, There's been some major strides to Redefine it and there's even like Facebook memes And things going around so that everybody's Kind of getting some exposure to the concept of introvert and extrovert um, isn't really about how good you are with people. It's actually just about um, the place, the the way you get energy. Does being outward and interacting with the outer world and other people energize you? Um, or does being inward and interacting with your inner world energize you? And the other one. You could say drains you, but it's not really draining you all the time because you can recognize value in it. I mean, an introvert, I'm an introvert. Can still value the heck out of interacting with other people and enjoy it thoroughly, but it takes energy to do that. So, in some small way, it drains me, but you know, drain is a very like dramatic word. Um, And so, it's not like draining me in this horrible way, it just takes energy. Whereas being alone gives me energy. So, anyway, I think that's just review, right? (laughs) Like, I think that has gotten nice and defined these days um, and much more clear in our, you know, society way that people understand things. But so now I'm hearing a bunch of talk of masculine and feminine energy, and how everybody has both a masculine side and a feminine side. And, you know, that's kind of toxic masculine energy, or, I mean, you know, this is the thing that people are talking about now. And I'm also glad that people are speaking about it. I think that it will end up getting, um, you know, better defined, um, you know, and more understood in the same way that introvert extrovert is. And actually, I think that there is a metaphor to be drawn here because um, I think that people are struggling right now. Um, I've seen a lot of <clears throat> struggle and I've even participated in it some, um, where, you know, it's like, masculine and feminine energy, it's like, it's awesome to have both. And, you know, some people are like saying, no, I want to be fully feminine, or I want to be fully masculine, or in order to attract each other or be in attraction with your partner or to have a good relationship, you have to keep those energies balanced. And they have to be, you know, the yin to your yang, and you have to sink into one, you have to have polarization, you have to be really... You know, masculine on your side, if that's what you prefer, and they have to be really feminine on their side. And um, when you guys are functioning as both, you lose polarity. And then, you know, everything goes bad, and the attraction is lost. And so, you know, if you're a woman, you can't be too masculine. or um, But then at the same time, there's all this other stuff where it's like, it's okay to be both. And it's okay to actually be a woman and to have masculine energy as your dominant energy. So you know, oops, like, you know, that's also okay. Or like, how is this butting up against each other? And, um, you know, also, then there's this other stuff out there that's like, well, you have to embody both. You have to be able to be both your masculine and your feminine. Um, that's what a whole person is. And, um, you you know, you want to be able to have the complete self uh, or else you won't be able to have other people in your life either, or you'll be functioning at a lower level, you know, so you can see how this starts to get a little confusing, you know, Um Because there are all these things that are true that kind of seem to rub up against each other and like where is the, um, I don't know, just like where's the relief or the unification or the way that we can understand this um, better, you know, what's happening. And so for me, you know, I mean just... Speaking totally personally, I think there's truth to all of those. I think it's kind of true that um, polarization or like th- dynamics in a relationship can get funky if someone is um, having to play. Uh, You know a role that they don't prefer Like you know let's say I don't prefer masculine energy And I'm doing that too much Or something like that I think it can get funky Or the other way around Um, You know someone is playing feminine Or having to be in a feminine role More than they want to Um, So I think there's some truth to that But it's not really clearly defined In just those blanket statements About you know You got to be all the way Into your feminine energy Like it's not it's not totally clear there to me because there's a lot of weird room for like, well, what about this? You know? Um, and I also think it's true that it is absolutely fine for someone to be a certain gender, but want to have that other, um, energy, you know, like, um, the, you know, I'm a female, but I would like to play a masculine role and that's what I prefer and that's what I like and that's what I'm most dominant at or whatever. Um, absolutely. And I think it's totally fine. Even that people are skilled, like women are highly skilled at functioning in a masculine role sometimes. Like it's great. They're great at, you know, whatever, getting things done, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And then it's also got some truth in it that people are both, though. They are always masculine and feminine. And that even though on the one hand, it might be true that you should really relax into your dominant side and allow that to really be true for you, it's also really needed for you to be able to be both. I mean, I've got to function with masculine and feminine energy every day in my life, or I'm not as functional as I need to be or could be. So, you know, I think there's truth in all of those and what makes great sense to me is to use introvert extrovert and the very same things that have helped us understand it um, to understand this masculine feminine thing too because it really works out if you play out the metaphor it actually works out um, it's all about energy and what energizes you what takes energy and what gives you energy so I'm sure that um, just like most people are introverted or extroverted, and of course, there are some that are right down that line, okay? And I'm sure there are some that are right down that line for masculine and feminine too. Right down the middle, they're neither nor, they you know, switch back and forth, they're ambiverts, right? That's what they've been calling them, ambiverts. Okay, fine. There's probably some people, plenty of people that are the same way with masculine and feminine energy, but then there are also a good number of people that really prefer one side or the the other or even slightly I mean it's a continuum you could have a strong preference a medium preference you know but in general you can consider yourself you know like I would consider myself an introvert I would consider myself um feminine energy dominant or whatever you want to call it like that's my that's my side that I prefer um But man, that does not mean, just like being an introvert does not mean that you're horrible at being around other people or that you don't like being around other people. Yeah, it doesn't mean that I hate, you know, getting things done or making decisions or like doing some of these things that might be considered a more masculine role. And of course, you know, I didn't even stop and like define what things are feminine, what things are masculine. I give the quickest (laughs) overview because the thing is, is that it's, it's very rich. Subject. I mean, you can get into it forever, but you know, in general, real quick glossing over here, you know, feminine energy, like let's just kind of say that we define that as maybe um, something that's inspiring or nurturing or food or a wellspring of energy or wellspring of life force or something like that. Um, And even challenge and push to be your best self, you know, so that can be feminine energy and then. Um, Masculine energy can be something like usefulness, problem solving, um, maybe like uh, taking charge or productivity. Um, Yeah, so we could just say there's something... In general, you know, that's what I'm talking about. But um, of course, there's way more interesting and detailed and, uh, you know, ways to get into the descriptions of that uh, way more and do that. I mean, I love some of the stuff that I've been reading about that. And so anyway, but back to this, um, you know. It doesn't mean that if I say I'm you know, am an introvert that I can't deal with people or I don't like it or I don't see value in it or it's just horrible for me or that I'm just like really bad at it, um, just like it doesn't mean that I can't take charge. If I say that I'm in, you know, I'm preferring or more dominant with the feminine energy, it doesn't mean that I don't enjoy um, being productive or taking charge or being useful or that I'm not amazing at it because I might be an amazing problem solver. But what it does mean is that it takes energy for me to do it, even if I'm enjoying the process, even if I'm like, no, I, I'm an introvert, but I'm enjoying being with these people tonight. I loved this. It was great to to hang out. Um, It still takes energy for me to do it. And Again, one could say it drains me, Um, but it doesn't have to be a negative, dramatic drain. And so I'm trying to kind of refrain from that word too much. I'm just saying it takes energy for me to do that. And the same thing goes for the feminine masculine energy. Like I might be an amazing problem solver, and I might even enjoy the heck out of doing it. I'm not like, oh, God, Um, but I enjoy it even and can fully participate in that process and get something from it. In that masculine energy but it takes energy for me to do that so in a way it kind of drains me again doesn't have to be negative but it's taking my energy instead of giving me energy whereas you know because i'm an introvert being alone and being in my own inner world and thinking and being quiet and you know that kind of stuff that gives me energy it doesn't take a bit to do that it actually fuels me up and gives me energy because that's my dominant place. That's kind of my energy reserve place. Or like, it would make sense. I might even function in my everyday life 50-50 split, like perfectly even split, um, because I do just as much problem solving as I do introspecting. But... You know, I'm gonna maybe call myself dominant in that because it's where I recharge. But it might not even mean dominant was my point. You know, it might not even mean that that area of my life is actually even more dominant. It just means that I recharge there, I get energy there. So in general, we usually pick that to be dominant because we get um, fueled up. But anyway, so I love the I love the metaphor. I really feel like it fits because then it helps make sense. Of all of those different things that I mentioned earlier, that can sometimes seem in conflict. Like, yes, that means that sure, it's totally fine for somebody who's of you know this gender to prefer that other energy. You know, it's just, it just you know just means that's where they get fueled up. They get fueled up, um, even though they're a woman by doing masculine energy stuff because that's where they get. Energy. That's where they receive it instead of, you know, it takes energy for them to do the feminine stuff. Okay, cool. It's the same with, you know, extroverts. um, You know, it takes them energy to be introspective. It doesn't mean that they don't recognize the value of it or that they hate it or that they're horrible at it, um, but just that it just takes energy for them to be alone and be reflective that way or something. So, you know, and this makes sense, then it also kind of explains this dynamic of do you need both? Do you have to do both to be a complete person? Um, yeah, I mean, everybody has both. I mean, it's a continuum, just like introversion, extroversion. I mean, <clears throat> yes, we need to reflect, and we need to know ourselves, and we need to be alone, but we also need to be with other people, it's just functional. It's how the world and everyday life and the balance of things, the balance of yin-yang, the balance that is everywhere in this world on a million different levels you know, it includes both. It includes both. So yes, you're going to be more functional if you are able to handle both, you know, if you know, I mean, because that's what we didn't like. That's what we introverts uh, didn't like about the old definitions of introvert, because it was like, it made, um, it was just limiting, And it was sort of taking a representation of someone that was really bad with being around other people and couldn't hardly do it. And, you know, an extreme case that was actually someone that wasn't able to do both and like making it the representative for all of us introverts, you know, because a lot of us are able to do both and that does help our functioning, you know. But taking this example of a non functioning person and kind of using it as our, you know, representative as introverts, it made us come across as like kind of defunct, but it was not the case um, that was an example an extreme example of someone that was in an extreme and not functioning because they were not able to handle both introversion or you know inner world stuff and outer world interactions because both of those were needed and so yeah we need to be able to handle both we need to have um, masculine energy capabilities and feminine energy capabilities, just like we need to have introverted capabilities and extroverted capabilities. But it doesn't mean that just because we have to have both, that both will give us energy. Um, no, usually one will be the energy giver and one will be the energy requirer. You know, it takes energy for us to do this one and it gives us energy for us to do this other, um, And yet we can still make it a goal to be able to function with both. And it definitely increases our possibilities and our level of ability to enjoy life, our our ability to um, function. You know, it increases that functionality um, to be able to be skilled at both but it still, you know, like I said, reconciles like it doesn't mean that you just are both. Although, you know, it doesn't make you not an introvert because you can do extroverted things. OK, and it doesn't make you not um, feminine because you can do masculine things. Um so that helps reconcile that. But then also this other stuff about, you know, oh, well, to have this polarization in a relationship and to have things work smoothly, you know, you have to step into your full feminine so that they can be in their full masculine and or else, you know, the attraction is going to go away and you guys have to have polarization. And that's what you guys are doing for each other in this relationship, in this dance of yin and yang. And that, you know, there's all this relationship stuff about the dynamics in a relationship relationship um, that is kind of being said about the masculine and feminine energy and the role that it plays too. And I do think there's some truth to it. And I do think masculine and feminine energy plays a very significant role in the health of a relationship and the enjoyment of a relationship and all that kind of stuff. But I think... That is almost more accurate and more clear to understand it in the same way you do extroversion and introversion because that's pretty important in a relationship too. Um, You know, it's like if that person is not getting to do the thing that fuels them, then there's going to be problems. You know, so so sure it might be about polarization a little bit, but I just think that that is like it starts to get confusing, and so I think it's more about like okay, look, if I'm with an extrovert and I'm an introvert and I then, you know, but, but I never get time to do my introvert thing like that can be problematic or, um, yeah, just, and it's the same kind of thing. Um, although, you know, with the introvert extrovert, sometimes those polar things can be at odds. Like if I am with an extrovert, I might get less time if I'm doing stuff with them, um, to be, um, introverted. So that actually might be a problem. I might, you know, choose to be with an introvert instead or something. Um, Whereas with the masculine and feminine, the way that it works out, it is more of a polarization thing. And that's where that polarization word comes in. Because if you get fueled up by being feminine... um you know, then you might enjoy being with somebody on the polar opposite. It might not be like introversion, extroversion, where um, you don't get to do that, unless that other person is expecting you to think like they do and to talk like they do and to argue like they do, because then (laughs) you've all of a sudden got to be masculine to do that. And then you're not going to get as uh, much of your feminine time. But you know, the thing that's being said out there is to like, enjoy being polarized and, and find somebody that's that other side, in order to like allow the other to Relax into it. And that also only works, which is the other part of the confusion, I think, and just kind of saying it blanketly about polarization is that, you know, that really only really works if the other person is willing to accept your language and understands that polarization concept. And it's like, yeah, you're not going to argue back like I do. Um, You're not going to have this argument, um, or think like, you know, that particular thing. Um, and I'm not going to make you or want you or expect you to and degrade you if you don't, um, because I understand that you're that other side, you're that other pole. And I want to give you the opportunity to be that, but also helpful in an argument is to be able to do both, right? So that you can speak to the way that their mind works. So then even if feminine energy is my dominant one, and that's where I get energy, um, and get refueled. I still have to know how to do the masculine energy thing in order to be in a you know situation or argument or conversation and get in there and use a language and a thought pattern and process that's going to help that other person understand that I'm you know I'm with a masculine energy person and I'm uh, doing that. Yeah, but then that person needs to understand that that required energy for me. That took energy from me um, and might be draining for me to do all the time. And so, you know, they would also have to be willing or skilled at coming forward and, you know, speaking in the language of feminine energy too so that I could do that, you know, and understand from my way that's in a way that gives me energy and not only takes it. But, you know, so this is what I'm saying. I like the way that the extroverted introverted stuff has been described. And I think we need to start doing the masculine feminine energy thing that way too, where it's all about what gives you energy and what takes energy for you to do. And that would also just totally describe why if you were with somebody that was, you know, handling the masculine role of things, um, And, you know, or let's flip it. I mean, I've used that example enough just because I'm, you know, a female and I identify with that side. But like, you know, if you're with somebody that is handling the feminine role of things and is in the, you know, energy and you guys are a team, so you're kind of operating as a team and they're doing that, and then that allows you to be um more in the handling the masculine side of things you know like um i'll get to these things done and i'll be useful and practical and um You be nurturing and inspiring and challenge, you know, the best parts of ourselves for that, like, long game kind of thing. And then, but I'll be handling this productive stuff and um, problem solving, you know, whatever. It does allow, I mean, you can see how that part of that statement of, like, being... In the one that gives you energy as a team, fully in understanding and agreement that you are operating as a team and allowing each other space. To relax into the one that gives you energy, lets them relax into the one that gives them energy, you know? But it's impractical to think that you would just always stay there because you just can't. I mean, you have to be able to do both, and that's fine. But really, like I said, instead of seeing it as like, all right, polarize yourselves, you be one, so the other one can be the other, and you better not switch, or else, like, boom, the, you know, attraction will be gone. Like, I just feel like that's a little too simplified. Um, there are elements that contribute to the functionality and the attraction in the relationship for sure. But I do think it's centered more around this energy thing. It's like, wow, okay, understand that Doing this um, I can do it I can do it like a champ You want me to solve All these problems for you I can totally do this And I love it too And I want to do it sometimes And I'm going to choose To do it sometimes And so I will be In masculine energy But it does Take energy for me So I can't sustain it All the time Every time I need You know To go into my other place too To get energy I need to go into That feminine Inspiration nurture Kind of um, Food Wellspring of life Kind of place place and you know knowing that about each other and giving each other that opportunity just like knowing introversion extroversion and giving that person the opportunity and the leeway and the help to be in the place where they charge up and receive energy is going to be a great thing and it it works even better if it, it puts you in a place where you get to charge often too um, you know so I think uh, that's more what's being said here. And, um, you know, I've, even under this like umbrella, it also means to me that to totally two people who both had masculine energy could be together. I mean, I don't think that's impossible. I don't think it's like, oh, we're not polarized. Um, I think that they could. Absolutely. Um, but... And it, when it could work, you know, just like two introverts together could work. Um, but they would just have to understand that from each other. And they would also have to understand that they might not be getting that other flavor. Like two people with masculine energy could totally be together. And if that's what recharges them and whatever, but if they're sort of seeking, if they're kind of like, oh, and, and I'm thirsty, I never get that intro, um, that extroverted stuff. I never get that feminine energy kind of stuff. Um, and they're expecting the other person to bring it, like, well, you know, nope. <laughs> they're on the same spectrum as you. Like, they're not going to bring it, and then you guys would have to then, you know, find a way to taste that other flavor in life and to get that balance in your life. Um, otherwise, like, you would have to, you know, um, do that thing where you have both the masculine and the feminine energy, and you make sure to do that. So. That's why I think relationships do tend to be polarized where one has one and one has the other because it is a team and it's almost like, you know, you bring that skill, I'll bring this skill and um, you know, then we both have a taste of the other without having to be responsible for that taste all the time. Uh, you know, it's just like, whatever, getting a business partner, you pick a business partner that has a complementary skill, um, so that all the flavors are a part of it and you've like created a whole together. So yeah, sure. I think that's why people tend to do the polarized thing, but it would be possible. I don't think, I don't love that, you know, well, if you're unpolarized, like the relationship's going to bust and it's not going to work. I-, I think two people with the exact same, you know, masculine energy or feminine energy like that are, you know, on the same spectrum could make it work. They totally could. Um, They just would have to get completion and taste that other side um, energy in some other way and be responsible for having it be there in some other way. Um, But what blows the relationship up is the fact that that person gets drained because they are not able to get in their place where they get energy. Well enough or long enough or they're not getting respect for the fact that that is their place to get energy and they need to go there to recharge because they're having the other person constantly want them to be out of that place or degrading them for being in that place, you know, just like extroverts introverts. If some extrovert was constantly giving an introvert a hard time for not coming out and not doing stuff, you know, um, that would kind of kill the relationship too. And I've heard many stories like that. So I don't know. I thought it was going to be short, but I mean, I ended up kind of elaborating tons because I really do feel like it works well um, and definitely helps me put some perspective on it so that I can be like, oh, yeah. Instead of being worried about polarization or something like that, um, this makes so much more sense for me to see it um, as just simply extrovert, introvert, same deal. It's where you get your energy. Do you get your energy from being feminine or masculine? And what takes energy, um, being feminine or masculine? And then you know that about yourself. And then you know so much about how you operate and how to be around and with and in partnership with others. Thank you so much for listening. I've always loved playing with ideas and deepening in any way that I can. I find it brings connection back. It enlivens you, especially if you're using real play and games to do it. So come and check out all the games and stuff that we've got going on at bringconnectionback.com.